These tools are for you to use. These tools are for you to use. Yeah, that's what I was like with Pokemon, where I thought everyone was fucking crazy and and then these nerds started having Pokemon jokes. And then it turns out the whole culture knows Pokemon. And I just refuse to get on board. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I can't believe that there's a whole fucking genre of stand-up that's like fucking Squirtle-themed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love in the way it. you're pronouncing it. Pokemon. What is Pokemon. it? What did I? What's, what is it? Pokemon? Pokemon? I feel like most people say Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. Po- Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon is funny. Pokemon. Pokemon. It is very uh, funny. That's good. And I'm glad to be like a Saddam, Saddam Hussein of Pokemon or whatever Hussein. I said. Now I'm going to be in my head every time I say it. Well, actually, Pokemon. that's so funny because that was my first thought about our our man's interview. Was that oh, you my God. Thank in you. like a legit way? Well, I'm like, oh, okay. You pronounce it how like you're supposed to pronounce because I say like Edinburgh and you say Edinburgh or you say it like how do you say it? You said it Edinburgh. Edinburgh. It's just yeah. it's just kind of burying the bruh. It's it's kind of like Edinburgh. 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 But oh. I, it's it could be douchey, but I hope I've just metabolized saying it enough that it doesn't sound douchey. That's but if it douchey. does, I'm I'm willing to. Except like someone who's been there. Dave, it sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds like, oh, that's how you say it. Okay, okay, good. Well, should we introduce and also, the it's show? so subtle. Yeah. Claire? Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Claire? Claire? Ah! Take it away. Uh, welcome to This Is Your After Show, a show that breaks down This Is Your Afterlife, or might be Dave's source for blackmail on me and Megan TBD. <laughs> Um, yeah. This week, we're talking about Rob Otten's episode. Did I mm-hmm, say the name right? Mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kick it off with my first note in my notes app. God, I love when Dave has a British. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do wish for subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> who are the other Britishes? Well, we had an Irish. We had Who are the Britishes yeah. you can remember that you've liked? I'm probably thinking of your Irish friend who I unfortunately... Mm disrespectfully famously irish people i don't think like british people or like you know yeah right john spillan is that who you're thinking of john spillan was the irish jaws norris is the british who was on pretty early maybe before you started listening claire but he's he's great stand up an irish stand up guy yeah yeah yeah. that's that's john's oh no no michael rice that's who you're thinking of two irishes yeah two irishes okay yes Okay, two Irishes, two Brits. Okay, what? so what didn't you understand? I, I actually thought about this is because I re-listened to most of this episode. And the, the parts that I was thinking is, it was like pissed, you know, which mm-hmm. means drunk. I was mm-hmm. like, I remember having to translate that and kind of imply it. For, use it in context more for the listener. Wait, I was um, very deaf. first of all, I feel like we all know what pissed is, but there. <laughs> Like you, what? Like obvious? I'm like, but- yeah. I'm like, uh, what's the yeah? What's the most obvious British thing? Like uh, the loo. I had to explain what the loo was a million times. But there were like legit times when I was like, whoa, Dave is being like seamless host because basically by you using it more pointedly or something, I was like, oh, now I know what that means. What was you. it? What I, now what I were like, they, can't though? remember. It was like something around the funeral. It was like 
Mm. Well, there was the fireworks party, which thank God you were like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that became just, like, like the whole thing. And he just like explained to you what a party was, and you're like, no, no, I. <laughs> And, and what fireworks? And also, what fireworks yeah. again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, I wrote down, "You have fireworks parties in America, right?" Famous last words. Yeah, it's like very British. Like it's about somebody bombing the, not bomb, whatever. It <laughs> yeah, is. I, I think Guy Fox bombed. I think Guy Fox bombed the Houses of Parliament. Oh, yeah, I think it was so bombing. I gotta see recently. that movie. I still don't know. V for Vendetta is that what it's <laughs> yeah. is that what it's about? Yeah, I don't I know. Oh my god, I, I thought had it no was idea. a made up story. But when he was like the fifth of November, I was like, I've definitely heard that before. <gasps> That's oh, definitely yes. Guy Fox Day. Is like, I mean, man, we're gonna get into a whole area of Oof. just us bullshitting about shit we have no idea about. But God, uh, it's kind of. I thought obvious. it was like a science fiction movie. I'm so fucking stupid. Well, also, I will say, how weird is it that it was like you guys were talking about the fifth of November, basically on the fifth of November. Whoa. And how weird is it? I feel like there's this thing that happens often when I'm like reading a novel, which is not super often, but it'll be like, it was fall. And it'll be like fall when I'm reading it. Or be like, it was summer. And it'll be summer. And I, it like, it, it ha- I'm sure it's just, um, what's <laughs> the f- confirmation bias? But it seems like it happens a lot. It was funny that you guys were talking about Well, that's about synchronicity. Like, Whenever that happens to me, I take it as like, this is the right path. This is, I'm, I'm, yeah, even if it's like something stupid, it's like, Oh my God, I'm at the store buying a, a, a microwave chili relleno. And this, so, and Megan just tweeted about chili relleno. Like, I am doing what I need to be doing with my life. Yes, and it's like, no, neither of those mind. things were about that. No, 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 slow down, dude. And I'm like, but nope, no, 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 that's what it says. Let's keep going. Buy the lottery ticket. No, yeah, it does right. seem to be like stamp of. So, no memory of. The Britishisms. No, I'm, I'm gonna get it because it was some oh, freak. I'm no, looking. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it because I was like, oh, that's what he was saying. Go. I found it. You. Do you want me to say it? Do you yeah. want me yeah. thinking? Getting no, no, made redundant. It. Was that yes? Redundancy. Yes. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's being fired. Yeah. What? Yeah. That was kind of a big. That was like the whole last <laughs> twenty minutes of the show. <laughs> so did it? Did it? It, I mean, obviously, I didn't have to say it. You figured it out, Megan. You cleared it out it by, by you. So, but you you clarified it in like a way that you phrased something. That's what okay. Liked. Okay. Like, oh, okay. deft, deft hosting, deft. Yeah. Thank I you. Did, yeah, yep, that was my note. Deft. So, other than his 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 origin, uh, what other notes did did either of you have? Well, I did have a question about Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good food. In that area of Scotland? I actually, yes. I have found amazing places. I'm not a big, like, classic English breakfast, classic Scottish breakfast fan. Like, the things that I like are, like, there's good pastry places. There's good vegan food that I found. Like, so it's, it's not like, oh, yes, the amazing... Haggis meat pies of the whatever but like it's also mm-hmm. a festival so they have this these streets of food trucks that are pretty decent food trucks um yeah for someone who's like not a super fancy high class alinea taste guy <laughs> who eats a lot of fried <laughs> stuff yeah pretty good pretty good place for me yes alinea taste 
What do you, what do you, why do you ask? Describe your taste as a linear. I was just wondering, I was kind of getting, oh, he like mentioned, he, I love how he was like, clearly like appreciates a good meal. Because he was like, you know, what's, wh- what do you hope happens you die? Group hug with everybody you love. And then you sit down for a good meal, like a great meal. And he, he mentioned a few times, like good food, good. And I was like, oh, right, I love someone right, right, that's right. kind of food based because I'm, I kind of see myself the, <laughs> the same. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, totally. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. So that mm. made me think about what you can eat when you're in, when you were at. Yeah. I'll stay, I'll stand by. I think Edinburgh has good food for sure. Hell yes. yeah. That's great news. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, I guess that about wraps it up. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, Claire, what else do you have? I oh, like always notes. so always so much, too much, and also not enough. Um <laughs> uh, oh, oh, oh. here's uh I feel th- sometimes I just notice like, oh, this is a theme across guests. Is I feel like lately there's been a lot of guests that are like, my hell is little annoyances add up to Big hell. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. Like his was like mean dogs and I'm trying to so like nothing you try works out kind of stuff, which I guess is not little, but. Yeah, I, it was very yeah. abstract. That's yes. I actually had a question for you two during this because like we listening to it and I was aware like as we were talking, I'm like, this is it felt like it was taking a different like shape than most yes. conversations I have. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like kind of one long thing. Like, and I don't even say this like shadily, but he didn't really say exactly what he imagined the afterlife to be, except that he like hoped there wasn't one and that he yeah. could like, yeah, <laughs> but like, so it, so I don't know. Did that, wh- what is my question? Is, is, did that, did you have that same? experience and like what did you make of it 100 percent. it was it was like more meandering and he was like not he didn't feel as married to like straight up answering your questions and he was happy to follow tangents which was yeah. enjoyable and then sometimes you were like okay but wait also like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, remember but also yeah. it's so funny because i think there was also a piece of him just like hearing the questions differently than other people and i think that um Ar- ariel mm-hmm. yeah I noticed mm-hmm. that in her episode too, because she was like, you were like, what do you hope happens when you die? And she's like, she only answered that. She answered that like in the kind of the same way he did, which is like, what do you think actual moment of death feels like? As opposed mm-hmm. to like, mm-hmm. what do you think happens after? She was like literally describing what she hopes the feeling of death is, which is like, she hope it feels like fainting. And I was like, oh, that's like fascinating. No one else has answered in that kind of like very literal way. And then he sort of, Similarly, I was like, oh, okay, you're interpreting this question like kind of differently than a lot of other people. And yeah, then that would have been also- a really good observation to have on the episode that we did about Ariel, <laughs> but you uh, you missed that one, Megan. So <laughs> I did. I was. <laughs> yeah, I think I went off for ten minutes about how I wish I could faint. So <laughs> yeah, your perspective was true. missed. <laughs> also, as I, I thought to say that, that Megan. Yeah. As I thought to say that, I was like, hey, you should say this like kind of shitty, sarcastic thing to Megan. And I was like, it'll definitely shut down conversation. So probably don't do that. <laughs> it'll just make her feel bad about her contribution and she'll probably contribute less. And I was like, no, you thought of it. You should say it. And hey. I went with I went Honestly, with I think you made the right choice. <laughs> Wait, so so Claire, since since we do, I want you to like 
you 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 drive us through your notes because because mm-hmm. since I do have a hard out and we yes. know that these episodes have a tendency to go longer than the main show, which <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of accepting. I'm kind of here for. But <laughs> but Claire, you should just like drive us through your yes. through your notes. Well, I'm already meandering through the notes. Apologies, but on the topic of the meandering way that he came mm-hmm. to your questions, I did write down: this man will not make a funeral plan. I think you had to press <laughs> t- twice to get him to do it, which I thought was fun. He was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah and then later he was like, yeah, I really. I mean, he said everyone has to drink water and write down three things they want to do, but he kind of said that half jokingly, and he that talked about so serving. Funny. A healthy food and I was I was like, Yeah, healthy food at a party is the worst. Oh, totally. <laughs> I went to a wedding recently that had like protein and vegetables and I was so angry. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean protein? Like it was like healthy chicken and like roasted vegetables. And I was like, What the fuck is going on here? This is yeah. a celebration. Like, I, nah. And, like, I know that it's, like, a wedding and, like, that's kind of always – it's, like, protein veggies. But, like, it was the, – there was something about it that was so healthy that pissed me off. Our wedding theme is keto, actually. <laughs> oh. I, could, I would die. Our and beige or I something. I eat that every day. I would. Our wedding oh. keto. We're not even keto. We're just a huge fan of the movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The For movement. one day, we are committed to keto. We call it whole – Six, Holy six hours six. of, yeah. Um, I know that like keto material has like been, or like, what is it? What was paleo to that? Like, mm, yeah, done many, many times over. But I always think it's like so crazy that it's like, we're going to eat like cavemen because those guys were <laughs> hot and yeah. got everything right. Like what? <laughs> My girl. I, think I think that's an interesting perspective. I don't know if I've heard anyone say you shouldn't eat paleo because the cavemen weren't hot. <laughs> like, I mean, actually, no, that's weird. Ugly, so if you eat like that, you're going to be fucking butt ugly too. <laughs> Uh, I just learned, we learned how to, we learned how to process wheat for a reason. Like, let's not go back, you know? Um, okay. okay I already Trigger got warning track to, uh, the celiacs and gluten intolerance. <sighs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Trigger sorry, warning sorry, to sorry. the uh, Karens in the audience. I'm sorry, everybody. I am. I'm also, I'm a gluten-free person. And I didn't feel okay. triggered. Well, oh, that's just right. right. Megan. Uh, well, sorry, what? Strikes? Two strikes. strikes. Yeah. <laughs> First one was talking about Ariel. Second one was saying you don't eat gluten. God, his 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 accent was so charming. Also, the title of his book, such a cool title. Dude, Beautiful. his that was the thing is I felt very I was like, just go with this because his mind is very he thinks in some of these like small little you know thoughts like yes. that. Like like when he was talking about like Looking at two birds flying by and wondering like how they're about right now, Dave. Yeah, like how they're getting on. It's so funny. Like, or when he's like, the odds of me being able to say the word apple and you understand what that means. Just like I love that kind of thinking of like basically just the magic of being alive, right? And so I like kind of wanted to like be there for as much of that as possible while steering him in directions he maybe doesn't normally go um but he but yeah, his shows got him 
when you kind of put him to the point, then he came up with funny, like really funny stuff, like right. things and whatever. And then also but, we got his like musings, which were so entertaining. So, but his time show, the one, the one that I saw in Edinburgh, he like, which now I'm every time I say the name of that city, I am in my head because of what you said at the Bruh. beginning. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> strike one, strike three, strike three, I'm out. So he, but he had this metaphor about bubble wrap, about each day was a different bubble in the bubble wrap and like imagining this roll of bubble wrap laid out and inside each one, it was as if they were each like a snow globe of like, oh, here's the day when you like met your partner. Here's the day when you're like, when you had a really great croissant or something and that like time was like you one by one popping those bubbles like day at a time. And it was just this Dang. like beautiful, amazing, like I'm metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> don't, anyway. pop, don't pop the bubbles. Not of, like people get a package. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I wanted to allow him to be discursive in that way. Wow. Vote word of the day. Yeah, another word discursive. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm not going to call it out because I'm going to silently look it up. <laughs> <laughs> not the first time this has happened on After Show. It's just, just, just straying, going on there. tangents. That's what it is. Digressing from subject to subject. Claire, bring us on, put us back on track. Dangerous to put that on me, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-mm-mm. It, it, uh, the his thing about it's it, it's it gets dropped in the beginning and he circles back later of like the frustrating ism of like if you work hard your dreams will come mm-hmm. true and then later him kind of circling back to if you do what you love you'll never work a day in your life or like follow your dreams kind of things and like the prepare annoying- for the admin. I love yes. that phrase, prepare for yeah. that, and made me laugh yeah. out loud. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That was actually, I'm glad you guys said that because I didn't know if that was what he said. That was one moment where I wish I had subtitles. <laughs> so I'm glad it was admin, in fact. Um, but um, I remember like an old, for the first part of like hard work, if you just keep working hard, it will happen for you. And like, I remember I had this teacher who was like, look, anyone who succeeds specifically in the industry of let's say entertainment in general, but he's speaking about comedy was like, you have to have three things, hard work, talent, and luck. And he's like, you know, no one who's missing one of them will make it for very long, you know, maybe a very, very talented person will kind of like break through, but if they fail to work hard, they won't sustain and very lucky person will break through, but without talent or hard work, you know, they also will not sustain. And he's like, sometimes people have all of them or a very hardworking person is unlucky, you know, or, you know, sometimes people have all of them and you still just don't break in the right way at the right time. And it like sucks. But I just always remember like, being very grateful to that teacher who was just kind of like real with us about like, you know, like there is no tried and true thing. Like all of these things need to kind of happen at the right time and the right place. And you can still be the best and the most hardworking and the most lucky. And it still doesn't break in your favor. But did you hear that and like accept it? Cause when I've heard things like that, I've just been like, that's cute. 
but <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be lucky. You know what I mean? Like I have the other things and I'll be lucky. So I yeah. understand what you're saying intellectually, but I know it doesn't apply to me. And gotta say, Dave, I think that uh, maybe it applied to me. Dave, no, I think first of all, what kind of timeline are you operating on? And also what is your definition yeah. of break or getting lucky or whatever? Right. I would say to me, it's like be as delusional as you can for as long as you can. Quote delusional. I think there's more power to that, just like maybe in just like believing whatever you and want to have. To answer your timeline, one million dollars by age thirty. It's been <laughs> it's it's having it's been a long time of failure. Yeah, you, I guess you didn't have enough talent. You didn't work hard enough, and you didn't. Have I budgeted money. incorrectly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was planning I did, on I having a million dollars by now. <laughs> I did the Jim Carrey thing where I wrote a million dollar check to myself, and I just keep digging it up and showing bankers like, "Look, this is coming." Okay, I know, and they're like, the date is seven years ago. And I'm like, I know, but any day now, I'm gonna be able to rely on this. Okay, can I borrow against this check that I wrote to myself seven years ago? Your suit is like the same suit always. <laughs> I dug up the suit too. It's got dirt on it. <laughs> this was supposed to be for my Oscar acceptance. Also, I don't know why I think he buried that check. I think he just put it in a desk drawer. In my mind, he like buried it. So I don't know why. I like the treasure. The treasure. <laughs> yeah. Like the treasure. crossover. So Claire, what else? That, I, well, I'm trying. You were like, how did it feel? I'm trying to put myself in the position of me being like 21, not even like 20 yeah, hearing my teacher right. say that. I do. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I do remember being like taking it quite seriously. Like this thing's a fucking crapshoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, what am I doing? I feel kind like I have cool sort of like an that. opposite experience of that. Where mm-hmm. like this is like different. But growing up, going to a lot of sports camps or basketball camps, like it, it was so funny to me because the main the main take home from like all the basketball speeches that these people would give would be like one person in here probably not even one person in here is going to play college basketball. No one in here is going to be a professional athlete. And it was just like, but the emphasis on like, no one in here is going to play college basketball. That was like, Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Like that, like really was like discouraging kind of in a way to me or something. But then when I grew up, I realized if you want to play college basketball, guess what? You can. (laughs) <laughs> like like if you want to play college, that's actually not that hard there's three divisions in college there's division one division two division three if you're like a good student and you work hard and you like really want to play college basketball totally you doable make <laughs> you that happen for yourself. I, I mean like absolutely anyone in that gym could have been like I, if i like <laughs> i can play college basketball like i, mean, I guess like maybe what their lesson was like now that I'm saying it out loud, is like not everyone here is going to be like a D1 scholarship player or something. But I just like there does. Seem but to the be- point is really funny. Also, yeah. what would the what would the what would those coaches do when like there was clearly like they had like Christian Leitner in their in their <laughs> in their gym or like LeBron? Like, are they just like at the gym? There's one kid who's like three feet taller than everyone, and they're like. <laughs> Uh, no one, no, Wait, maybe one, no, maybe, no, maybe one of you. <laughs> Wait, I, okay. I had this experience cause I went to this like ballet 
school for a very, very long time. And there was this one girl who was like obviously going to be a professional ballerina and nobody else was going to be. (laughs) Right. And they would do that all the time. They'd be like, and Jane is going to, she's going to do it. And you guys, you could do it for fun. And like that, and like that kind of speech, like of like one of you, and we all know who could get paid to do ballet and she will still be poor and her body will still be broken. So think about that. (laughs) Are there people like like that in your like comment, like either improv or like stand up that, you know, Megan, who you're like, Oh, this person will succeed. I know for, for a fact that they will succeed. Okay. What that makes me think of is I wonder if you guys have this experience. I used to be like, going to shows in Chicago or whatever, mm-hmm. or going to mics and seeing mm-hmm. people. If I were like, oh my God, that person's so funny. I always felt like I was like noticing a diamond in the rough. Mm. Yeah. And yes, or yes, yes. if I just like remembered someone, I was like, oh, I remember that person because they're so quirky and weird. And like, I just remember them. And I just thought that was me just like re- weirdly remembering them. And I'm like, no, no, no. I realized later like, oh, that's just a quality that they have. That means the fact that someone is just memorable or standing yeah. out or you like think, oh, my God, they're funny. It's not just like you noticing it. Mm-hmm. It's like that actually is an indication of like something there. I, there's like this one stand up in Chicago. She was just really I, I see her now on um, commercials, but she played the violin, curly hair. Do you remember her, Dave? Kristen, maybe. Oh, Kristen Lundberg. Yes. And I just remember being like, whoa, she's really memorable to me. Like, like, I don't know if I was like dying laughing when I was watching her or something, but I was just like, and Kristen, if you're listening to this, I think you are hilarious, but I just mean like, <laughs> and, and you're uh, <laughs> you know? also, thank you so much for listening to this, Kristen. I don't, we never, we were never really that close, but yeah, I really appreciate it. You know, I also found you memorable. So but you know. then I was just like, oh, wait, that me finding her memorable is significant. It's not just like, Oh, I remember her. So I think that's maybe something that if that answers the question, it's like, Oh, people that you like, remember there's something there, you know, maybe about like their, that's so interesting. Cause I still, until you said that was under the impression that I had an acute eye for talent that other people did not have. But you saying that I'm like, Oh, Megan's probably right. Like I think, but then again, some people saw, the people you think are memorable and didn't think they were memorable, you know? Yeah. That's why I always like have this dream of like, I'm a talent scout or something. I don't I, know if dude, if I could <laughs> not want to perform and could just be a fucking, I feel like I would be the sickest fucking manager in the world. I have so many opinions about how other people do things. And I, I think I need, wow. slowly, director's eye. I'm slowly like, dude, I watched a TV show the other day and I saw someone just like, I saw someone just like portray. I was like, wow, that person's like, looks like they love that person, like just with their eyes. And I don't think I'm like a terrible actor, but I'm like, oh, I think I might not be an actor like that. (laughs) Like I was like, I don't think I can do that. I don't think that's like where my interest really lies. And so now I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm slowly just trying to like walk my way into becoming like a high school drama teacher or something like that to be like, this is what I really want to do. Wow. I mean, that would be kind of fun. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> but okay. The other thing to, to give my version of the comedy class basketball coach thing for me, it was in, it was in college and it was, um, 
in poet in like creative writing poetry classes. And there were mm-hmm. all these people. And, and of course, everything I've like done seriously, I was like, I envision a career for myself. You know, I will be a poet, <laughs> you know, before I feel like now poet is more of a thing since like poets are like on the fucking, you know, at inaugurations and stuff. But, but, oh, but Rob, then it felt Rob like absurd. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. Rob. True, true. But in th- but also in the UK, I feel like it's more of a thing. Anyway, my thing was like, okay, there's so many people doing I- in this class right now. All I have to do is stick it out. Like mm. kind of a different way than thinking about hard work or talent. I was like, if I just love this enough and I just keep doing it, like other people are gonna quit. And then it turned out like I also quit. But I think there is something about that in my brain probably with comedy or something yeah but then it's i don't know that's why as you were bringing this part up claire i was thinking about the points that i tried to make in the episode which are like i think there's ways you can give people advice about luck too like telling them to move to new york or la if it's entertainment that actually is you know that's how to get more luck you know yeah. yeah. I, that same teacher, I keep thinking about this teacher, but he also said like he was like this industry is largely about resilience. He's like stick around long enough, you know, something probably will break your way and it's like but the pain and like um suffering of rejection, it w- might win before you do, you know. I remember wow. but that that of Oof. of you being like if I stick out long enough in this class but it's like right. he was like that what the real thing is the rejection and the toll it takes on you he's like it, it, and like no shade like I'm not saying like if you're strong enough it's like sometimes it's not worth it like I remember him speaking on that as well he was a great teacher a big fan yeah he sounds smart you know Do you want to say his name truth. is that, or is, is that like is he hot Peter Gwynn Peter Gwynn Oh he, yeah, uh, on the Wait, he he was like here in Chicago. He was on thirty thirty three, which was like it's not a team anymore, to my knowledge. But it was like a big deal when I was right, a student. right. And then he went to New York, wrote for Colbert, but now he lives back in Chicago again because his wife is a doctor here, and oh she God, wanted cool. to like. Pra- I know very handy for a comedy person. I think too. Be yeah, like, for a doctor, real. If you can swing it. But he like wrote for Colbert, and then they moved back here, and now he's like, I think like teaches, writes, improvises. I don't know. I haven't seen him around in a while, but that's because of mostly COVID. But that's like someone who's actually like, it's not just like listen from, and this is what I what I would be doing from mounting my own shows at the playground theater. I can tell <laughs> you, this business is rough. You know what I mean? Like that's like someone who's like actually worked the in dark it's like sometimes yeah. the bathrooms at the playground theater clog and it like, sucks listen the corn servitory is getting more discerning in their taste you can't just apply for a show and get there and listen i just fucking sh- i'm not cutting that out if you've been to the been to the corn servitory in chicago you heard it here first no, I've never. I didn't. Really also, that name bad, is so bad, bad it almost there. circles all the way back to good. I agree. <laughs> it's like a, it's the most classic like comedy, cool. like in the way that stand up <laughs> clubs are all like yak yaks or dip dipshits oh. and everything. You know, like corn servitories, like dipshits. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the dipshits circuit in Montana. <laughs> 
anyway, we 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 Claire. Yes. What's your what's your? We have we have not a lot of time left. Also, One Claire, what's your thoughts? On, well, yeah. Just, oh yes. What? No, I was just gonna say. Never mind. Sorry, forget it. <laughs> Is it good? What's your thoughts on no, what? I, Let's say. I was just like, never. No. Uh, never mind. <laughs> or I was just gonna say. <laughs> I think you already answered it, but I'm like, did Claire say what she thinks about luck, hard work, all that jazz? I think she did. Okay. Well, then I'll go back and listen to the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So, Claire, bring us home. What are, like, if you need to rapid fire say things, do that. Okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll rapid fire say things. Top 10. Um, Megan and I will, will interrupt with one word at a time. Yes. Um, I d- success is a poison chalice. Uh, the more oh. I'm alive, the more I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Phones sort are portable of. hell. Kind of an old mm. man take, but I'm on board. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> old man take. Uh, Jesus Christ, not more feelings. Go off, King. Feelings are hard. Mm. <laughs> true, uh, it's, true. That's one go off, King from Claire. We we typically oh. would get one at, at least one. At least episode. one an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I love his conflict about whether the world is good or bad reminds me of my favorite poem, which I've linked for myself in my notes. Um, What's the the poem poem is called good bones and it's written by Maggie Smith. No relation to Dame Maggie Smith. Okay. I was like, your last name's favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I got nervous. Isn't that the name of the person who's professor? Yes. Mugglewump. Yeah. What the fuck? Professor Mugglewump. <laughs> yeah. Mugglewump. Yeah. <laughs> I actually Y'all know what I'm talking right about. Now, I um, deep down, everyone is okay. Yes, I think he's got me in the agreement zone on that one. Claire has whole. I know. I like conversations with herself. Yeah, yeah, it is a character. And we've entered the agreement zone. We need to have like ESPN style graphics. It's a color commentator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do what you love and you'll never work in a day in your life does suck. What I love is steaming my pores and buying candles and I still need a job. (laughs) (laughs) That I think is true. I do love performing, but I love buying candles more, I think, is the truth that I've got. That's just a tight joke that you wrote. Yeah. Well, thank you. (laughs) What I love is steaming my pores and buying candles, and I still need a job. Like, damn, dude, you fucking just. Maybe I'll do some open mics with you. (laughs) Yeah, please. Wait, Claire, what was your second, the second or third one? Right before Mm -hmm. Agreement Zone? Right before we entered the Agreement Zone? My poem? My favorite poem? Oh, everyone is okay. Then, then his comment: everyone is okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, his comment that deep down everyone is okay. I just. Simple like but true for me. And then yeah. my last thing, side yeah, note, nice. Dave's curls are super well-defined on the podcast art. Oh, oh, yeah. Sometimes you catch me staring right into the podcast square. I love it, man. I think I'm about to get a haircut because my shit, I need to, yeah. We got to, okay, so would we, would we, would we live, this was the original queer question, would we live in Rob Otten's afterlife? I would. Oh, I, I say uh, no, because it's nothing, basically. If it's nothing, then hell no. Oh, okay. Well, 
but the original thing he said when he's like, you die, you do group hug with everybody, then you have it. Oh, meal. sure. That that's great. Like, yeah. nice. Let's all- that's okay. But <laughs> yeah. then after that, nothing. He did say. No, no more no. feelings. Not worth it. Yeah. What, what about you? If the alternative to a group hug, a big meal, and then nothing is simply nothing, then yes, but it is... No, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with nothing. I'm okay with this is it. Strick? I just want to continue it, sort of my trend of saying, yeah, I'll live in anyone's afterlife. And so I will <laughs> live in his. As long as you do the dirty work, you make it for me. Yeah, you make it. I'll show up. <laughs> Close us out, Megan. <laughs> okay, this has been another episode of this is your after show. It's an after show of for the Afterlife podcast where we sort of just sort of repeat what the person said and whether or not we liked it. Um, really sort of if you're if you're in the business of trying to memorize an episode, this is a good companion piece for you because it's going to help you kind of remember those big points. Um, Got him. Thank you so much for stopping by and for sticking around and for, and then, and now for kind of leaving at the end and we'll all sort of, and we'll all sort of depart together and good night. And thank you. I grab your whip and take it back to Chi-Town. When I'm in Chi-Town, I treat it like.